I always tell women that, that join the wine club, they're like, oh, I love all of your wines. It's weird because usually I just like one of the wines in the lineup. And I said, well, that's because only 10% of, of winemakers are women. And women actually have 50,000 more olfactory sensors in their noses than men. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to connecting women through stories, inspiration, and actions that empower resilience, leverage change, and celebrates their next. Today's guest, Heather Radar, was well-established in the corporate world, leading divisions for major companies when she did a complete pivot. She bought a ranch in Napa, became a vintner, and created a 100% woman-owned boutique winery that empowers community and connection through delicious wines, unique member experiences, and philanthropy. And she is not done yet. She hosts retreats and sponsors a riding therapy program on her ranch, empowering the next generations of girls to thrive. Wow. Thank you for being here, Heather. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Oh, um, you are quite a dynamo. There's no, no, you are a powerhouse. And so we want to know, my audience, I know, would like to know, your beginnings, what, you know, your, your, your path and how you got to where you are. And also too, um, some of my listeners aren't at their next yet. So they hear these, these wonderful stories where you're in your next, you're developing it, but we need to hear how you got there. So if you could just give me a little background. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I always feel like I'm in my next, right. Um, there's always, um, what's my next adventure? What's the next project? Um, what's the next thing that, ins- that inspires me, inspires um, my community um, of, of wine lovers and incredible women? So, um, yeah, so the, my original pivot, um, I was um, a VP of sales um, at a Fortune 500 company. Um, everything looked great on paper. I was making all the money, and I had the title, and um, I was on, one of the only uh, female executives um, on the team, and... Um, I loved it for a while, and then you know, about ten years in, <laughs> uh, I just got really burnt out, and I was questioning, you know, what is my why anymore, and um, what is next for me, and, and what's going to inspire me. Um, and I had really lost that. So um, I, at the time, I quit my corporate job. Um, I dumped my boyfriend at the time. I went and traveled. Did a kind of a walkabout, kind of an eat, pray, love walkabout um, for about six months. Um, I had never really traveled alone before, so I was like, hey, if you're afraid to do something, go do it. So, um, and not that I was afraid to do it, but it just, I was like, I don't know how much fun that sounds like to go by yourself, and it ended up, you know, being, I have lifelong friends I met um, on that journey, um, that six months that I kind of took to kind of think about what my next was and what that looked like. So, um, I'd always been into wine. I had a dear friend. Um, him and his family created beautiful wines out of Napa, um, a very storied family by the name of Savier. And um, uh, Mike um, Savier approached me, and um, as soon as I got back from my walkabout, which, again, the universe comes around when you put the energy out, yes, um, and said, would you like to start a, um, a wine label, and we're going to give back to um, philanthropy, and you can buy me out in a few years. So... Um, that's exactly what we did. Um, again, he was an amazing winemaker, but like many artists, um, it doesn't matter how beautiful the art it is that you're creating if nobody sees it. So um, my strength was sales and marketing. So we really aligned um, 
you know, again, complementary strengths um, and created Spirit Horse Vineyards. Um, and I bought him out a few years ago. Um, so we are now 100% woman-owned winery. Um, I did consulting in the meantime. I didn't just, you know, drop everything and, uh, <laughs> and start a winery. Wineries are very expensive to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, you know, I did a lot of uh, tech consulting while I, I built the business. And, um, you know, that really helped me through the transition for sure. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how it all started. So you didn't really have any prior experience. I mean, there's plenty of things I, I've got to ask you, but you didn't have any prior experience in, in being a vintner, but he was able to teach you and, and prepare that whole portion of the business for you. Because yeah, I think that there is a strong differentiator people um, need to understand, which is, you know, whether you're a winemaker or the owner of the winery. So only 3% of wineries are owned by women. Um, I'm, again, 100% woman-owned winery. Um, and only 10% of winemakers are women. So um, I am not a winemaker. Um, I am the winery owner. Um, and I still work with the Savier family um, on the wines. And, um, again, they make beautiful wines. And, and so... Um, that's kind of the differentiator there. But as far as my wine experience, um, you know, I was WSET certified. That means nothing to anyone that doesn't drink wine, that that isn't into the wine, but um, that's basically like a sommelier certification. There's different levels of it. So um, I did have that. um, But again, as far as actually making the wine um, that I I partnered. um, And I think that's an important thing when thinking about pivoting Partner, you're not going to have all the skill sets. You're not going to be able, you know, you're not going to be good at everything. Find where your holes are, like know what your strengths are and then know what your weaknesses are. And then, you know, find people around you that have, you know, that can fill in those gaps and those holes for you. And that's really what I did um, there. Okay. Well, you did everything really right because I agree with you. You have to know what your strengths are. And I think you're probably your walkabout was this sort of realigning with your true self. Yes. Knowing what you're really good at, knowing what you don't want. Yes. And so you really gave yourself that space and that's really important. And then I'm a big believer in, okay, I'm really good at this. And I'm sure I'll find someone who's really good at that because I'm not, and I don't want to even try it. And it's good to know, like you're a sommelier, so you know what wine should taste like and all of those good things, but you're not trying to be, you know, all the things because then you can't really, I don't, I don't think you can really successfully run business and scale it if you're trying to be all the things you just simply can't. for sure for sure I think and I think that's the beauty of the community too that you're kind of pulling together and bringing together um so that's um always be talking to people talk to them about your dreams and what you're you know because things come out of the woodwork that you would never expect right and and it's true it's always be talking to people I think that is really uh just powerful and to be able to come in and do something and then Others are lifted up in, in what they do well as, as well when you work together on something in collaboration, I think is so beautiful. Um, okay, give me a little bit about like how did you rise to the top in a mostly man-oriented um, business? How did you do that? Like what were you as, as a kid? What, what traits did you have as a kid that you just, that took you there? You know, um, I have two wonderful parents I'm very close with. Um, they, uh, they, they divorced when I was very young. Um, they each have very different personalities, but um, I certainly um, was able to learn a lot from both of them. I think one of the biggest things is I had a father who really um, told me, and I believed it growing up, that I really could do anything a boy could do and possibly better. 
<laughs> oh, I remember my dad talking about how the Israeli female soldiers were the best sharpshooters because women are more patient, as we know. Yes. Physically. <laughs> um, and he always would give me examples growing up of, of, you know, things that women were amazing at that, you know, men maybe weren't so much. And, but just in general, like creating a belief in myself. And, and I got that from my mom too. But I think in particular, being a woman and having that message being conveyed from a father, from my, your father figure is, is, can be really powerful. And it certainly was for me. Wow. Um, That's great. Yeah. My father comes from nothing. He picked cotton. Um, my grandfather couldn't write his own name. He was illiterate. Um, they were Texas sharecroppers. And, um, you know, my dad is self-made. And so when I uh, was in high school, I worked a full-time job to save for college. And when I went to college, my father said, um, I will not be paying for any of your college, even though I can. Um, I want you to earn all of that. Um, and when you walk across that stage on your graduation day, we're going to look each other in the eye and we're going to have a different you're going to have a different feeling than the other kids on that stage. And I definitely did. So certainly a, a strong work ethic um, helped as well. Wow. And then what opened doors? I mean, how did you get, you were working for monster.com, some Silicon Valley, you know, biggies. What, you were in a male dominated area. How, I know you, your dad helped you with that, but that just didn't slow you down. You probably just saw what you needed to do and was able to reach the goals, uh, meet you the know, challenges. I, yeah, I really, to be honest, I embraced it. Um, I think it was like my superpower, right? Um, I think women in particular have um, such emotional intelligence. Um, and, and I use that to my advantage. Um, and I didn't see it as a negative. I saw it as, again, one of my superpowers. Um, so, um, and I also was surrounded with wonderful men that, that um, were just so supportive. And I think that's important too, is, you know, it's not just about surrounding yourself with other women, but um, also men that, that, um, um, are there to collaborate and, and, you know, all ships rise together. So that certainly was, was part of it. That's great. And I also think too, that's part of how you, you present yourself in the world. If you're saying, you know, I'm embracing this and this is awesome. Then you kind of project this, this confidence out there rather than, oh, these guys are just trying to, trying to keep me down. And, and mm-hmm. I, you know, rather than a negative point of view, you had a positive point of view and it probably really put them at ease that, you know, you were there uh, as one of their equals and just working alongside them. So I'm sure that that really was a, a great um, thing for you to develop. And then you really developed your, your marketing skills and talents and muscle because um, here you are. Uh, how many years later did you start the 2013, I started the winery. So yeah, it's been, although we've been, a few of those have been pandemic years. So my big joke is that, you know, pandemic years are kind of like dog years, right? So (laughs) yeah, when it comes to, you know, careers or marriages, so, you know, um, yes, but yeah, technically 2013. So I have this thing and I mean, it. I, I, there's nothing documented, but I feel like, you know, what we wanted in our 20s isn't what we want in our 30s, isn't what we want in our 40s. Like we keep switching. I feel like you get yourself in a, a decade, especially in it could be work. It could be relationships. Um, it could be where you're living. Um, but you have to sort of assess. And I think throughout life, you have to assess things, but then you have to really sometimes do that real deep dive and go, okay. What am I doing here? And how can I, you know, I guess, uh, posture and get myself ready for the next decade or, or what I want to do going forward. Um, and I, I feel like you did that. Like you really did give yourself that time you knew. And that's so 
I have to applaud you for that because so many women go, oh, you know what, though? this is the job that everybody wishes they had or this is the thing that everyone, I'm just going to stay with it because the idea of leaving it is just too scary. And I just think that truly, even though you were working in corporate, I feel like you're an entrepreneur at heart. For sure, definitely an entrepreneur at heart. And, um, you know, I, I do believe that, you know, wine is a catalyst for connection and community. And my big driver really was, I really want to do something in my life where I can tangibly give back. And I can see that what I'm doing is giving back. So that's why we run a rescue horse ranch. Um, we rescue horses. And then we work with the Napa Valley foster care system to take abused girls out of the foster care system. And we put them on an eight-week leadership and empowerment program on our horses. Um, and then we match them up with female mentors in the community. So we are really about, um, I've always been drawn to that. Um, even when I was in corporate, um, you know, mentoring the women on my team. Um, you know, I remember myself, um, and this is very generational, but, you know, keep your head down and do a good job and work hard and you'll, you'll get paid. And that was certainly not the case. <laughs> um, you know, I was the highest performer on my team, but yet I was making, I think, half of what my male counterpart was making. And I, when I, the day I found that out, um, boy, did I take my power. And I went in and I asked for that number, and it was on my desk the next day. And you know what? I thought, wow, women just aren't taught that. We aren't taught to ask for what we're, we're worth. We're not taught to know our worth. So, you know, as I even worked corporate, I would, you know, take the girl, the, the ladies out on my team for a glass of wine, my best performers, and I would coach them on how to ask for a raise. And then the next morning, I said, then you will walk in my office and actually ask me for a raise because you deserve it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's something I really parlayed, you know, into the, the winery as well, is how do we really help, again, the next generation of girls thrive and let them see a path forward um, that's different. That is fantastic. And so let me just understand, you bought the ranch in Napa. Was there horses already there or, or did you make it clear that that's what you wanted to do and start creating that? How did you develop that? So I actually, so the Spirit Horse Writing Center is the nonprofit that we support. Yeah. And believe it or not, those are two totally separate entities. We just happen to have the same name. Uh-huh. Um, and that is uh, uh, owned, founded and run by a woman by the name of Charlotte Doherty. She's an incredible human being. She um, has an incredible story um, of what she has overcome. And she is the one that started that in Napa. So we actually partner um, and help support um, that ranch. Um, and then again, uh, the program we help run is called Off Divine, which is the Foster Girls program. So um, that's really how that came about. Oh, my gosh. And that is powerful because I know um, from my own experience, my daughter did work, you know, through high school at an equine therapy and she just saw, you know, how brilliant it really did make a difference in the children's lives. And then uh, my husband's been, um, you know, involved in the foster care as far as um, with the therapy and all of that. And so, you know, it's, it's a, it's important to me. And I love that you're teaching women, young women to really own their value and to speak their value. And um, that is something that I've, I've mentored many women and that's just something I've taught them to, to really stand firm on is, is their value. Cause, um, and I love that you said the emotional intelligence because I have worked so often been the only woman amongst many men. And um, I've learned how to navigate that really well and still still get the end result. And I think women are really good at focusing on the end result. So we're a team here. You don't have to even say it out loud. You just know how to work those words and say what needs to be said. So you get that end result and 
and we all get across the finish line. That's so, right. And there's less yeah. ego, I think, involved. Um, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That, that is an absolute superpower. Yeah, it's so it's really figuring out. And I think it's just you're right. I think women do own um, emotional intelligence a little bit more, but those soft skills. I mean, that's really what we're needing to do and, and create ways to to navigate and and get to the, the end result. So um, I think that the next generation coming up, we can definitely be um, examples. I mean, I know that the generation before me, any woman that was way up there wasn't interested in really sharing her secrets because she had to, I mean, it was really, un, it just wasn't typical. So um, I feel like our generation is really like giving them a hand up and saying, you know, there's enough room for everyone. And right. here's what you need to do because um, we had to learn how to, to speak our value, to know That's our value. Right. Yeah. And so. the, know that you don't have to be a completely, um, you know, we all have masculine and feminine traits yes. um, and to embrace both, right? And you don't have to be, I think in previous generations, it was more like, well, I have to act and look like a man, right? To yes. be successful. And I, and I think um, it, it doesn't need to be that way. And, um, you know, so it's interesting to, to, to think about that. Um, and, and that, you know, continues to soften in a positive way. And I think, um, you know, even like, I always tell women that they're doing the wine club. They're like, Oh, I love all of your wines. It's weird because usually I just like one of the wines and the lineup. And I said, well, that's because only 10% of, of winemakers are women and women actually have 50,000 more olfactory sensors in their noses than men. So we are actually, because we had to, it's biological. We had to sniff out the poisonous food for the babies. So, um, you know, it's just kind of another way to kind of like, Oh, let me think about this a little bit differently. And you're right, because I have tried your wines, and, and I do like more than just one. Because usually you go, oh, this, this you know, vineyard, I love just this wine, or this, right. just this one. And so it's, it's true, I do. They're very delicious. And so the equine therapy is very exciting. Now tell me about how you have um, retreats and have events there and, and what that's about. Absolutely. So we do um, personal retreats, corporate retreats. We post to groups as large as 500. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, groups as small as, you know, six to eight people. Um, and, you know, really for us, um, or at least for me, I know when I was in corporate, as much as I love the food bank, it was like, is there anything else we can do as a team that is just <laughs> other than the food bank? Um, again, nothing, love the food bank. Um, but, you know, as far as like team activities, um, you know, we can actually bring, um, and again, whether this be, you know, personal for a birthday and someone wants to do a retreat weekend or organizations like Next. Um, you know, we're happy to bring groups out. Um, we do um, yoga on the vineyard with guided wine meditation. We do cooking classes. Um, the most magical part, obviously, is seeing the horses and um, being able to ride the horses if you're interested um, and just really, really being around that magic um, and tangibly seeing, you know, where the money goes um, and what it gives back to. I think that's just so important. So it's definitely unique. Um, a lot of people arrive at the ranch and they start to cry because they're so touched. And I said, I actually think something's wrong with you if you're not, because this is such a magical place. I mean, you got horses, you got wine, you got kids, you got all the things. So we love, love, love to host people out there. I imagine that. And I definitely, that's a goal. I'm going to be having retreats there because I think it sounds to me like the perfect place and, um, and beautiful. And I feel that Napa, is a magical, there's just a vibe. 
there's something there that may, it's just like, wow, there's something really special here. And I'm sure your, your ranch is just a gem in that crown. So um, I, I can't yeah. wait to come and see it. Uh, well, I, I really am excited about all that you're doing and you're coming up on 10 years, even though those two years we lost. So you can, with, with the COVID and everything, but what do you <laughs> see going forward? You know, um, actually COVID has been interesting for us. I mean, our wine club grew exponentially. Um, I think we realized even more how important it is that, and also to realize that you don't have to do things in a traditional way. And, and, um, you know, we were able to put on a lot of virtual experiences. We actually have a virtual cooking class coming up, um, a harvest cooking class. We're making wild mushroom panzanella um, to pair with our Pinot Noir um, for your holiday table. So we do lots of fun events, um, both in person and, and virtual. And we've been able to, to pivot really beautifully. So I think, um, you know, the next thing for us as, 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 as the winery goes is how do we help more girls? Yeah. Um, you know, we are small boutique production. We're not, you can't find us in BevMo, and that's kind of the beauty of us, right? Yeah. Um, it's having that connection in that community. So, um, you know, when I started Spirit Horse, I, again, because only 3% of wineries are owned by women, I found that all the wine clubs I belong to were very male, like, transactional energy. Like, this is what you're getting. This is your allocation. I don't care if you like the wine or not, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's it. And then yeah. we have one harvest party a year, and that's kind of it. So, you know, I created a wine club that I wanted to see in the world, which is a club that was actually a community that had, you know, really interesting events that gave back. Um, every shipment is custom to whatever you want. I, I don't make you take what I'm telling you to take. Um, you tell me what you want to take. Maybe it's summertime and you want to drink all rosé. Yeah. I'm not here to judge that. So. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. um, yeah. Nice. so we, we, we we're, that's really um, what we're looking to continue to do is just expand the wine club. And with the pandemic hopefully waning down um, soon, we do look forward to hosting more retreats and we look forward to hosting, you know, hopefully a next retreat. We would love to meet all your members and, and host them at the ranch. It's, it's really would be a special experience. Sounds wonderful. Now I just want to reiterate something um, really quickly uh, that you did. And so that people understand your path is that you, you were given a lot of, of, um, validation like you were given support but you were you proved to yourself that you could do what you needed to do early on in life putting yourself through college all of those things and I love that you uh you know you kept your 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 parachute on but you took the leap like you you took the leap but you knew worst case scenario I can still be consulting and building this thing and it's because of what you learned early in life that you know what it you get there it may not be all instant and and at the moment, but I'll get there and I, I'm being thoughtful about how. And so a lot of people, you know, that whole jump in the net will, will appear. Well, yeah, but you should have your, 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 you know, parachute on too, just in case. Of course, of course. And I think people understanding that it's not like anything in life, it's not usually linear, right? You're not just right. going to go, I'm going to be at point A and I'm going to point B. And that's like, that's it, right? It does. That's just not how life usually works. Right. And I think the ability to be adaptable, and as women, I think we're amazing at that, right? We're adaptable to change um, and realizing that it's not going to be linear. Um, but you know what? Enjoy the ride. Surround yourself with an amazing community, which Next obviously has. I love everything that you're about. Um, and I think it's such a, an awesome mission. Um, and I'm looking you. forward to being, to being a part of it myself. So. And I, I just want to say one more thing. You're not a one-note person because here you are doing the equine 
therapy as well as the rescue because these horses, they get to a certain age and they're still lovely. And okay. so I'm very familiar with horses. So, so um, I think it's wonderful that you're doing that. So you have, just like wine has different notes, right. so does what you're doing. And that just is so inspiring. And I can, I can feel the magic, even, even not being there, how fantastic it is. And so this has been such a great conversation, Heather. And I'm so glad that we took just a bit of time today to uh, get to know you better. And um, I am wishing you great success and, and more collaborations and, and, and interactions with you because you're, you're pretty special. So I thank, thank you so much. I feel the same way about you. I'm looking forward to getting to know everyone better. I think we're offering a little wine tasting at, at your next uh, book club. So yes, I'll look yes. forward to meet, seeing some faces on that. Um, and then I'm also offering a discount to any of your members that are listening. Just use next discount, all one word. You'll get $15 off any order of $100 or more on our website, spirithorsevineyards.com. Right. And then also, too, in our newsletter, I'll add that, too, to um, urge you to get on to the, the wine club. I am, and I and I think it's a great thing to do. So um, I'll be adding that as well. So Wonderful. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. Cheers. Not done yet? Neither are we. Continue the conversations and get inspired and empowered with community, resources, events, experts, all on a private platform. Become a monthly member or save money and become an annual member and get two months free. Get all the perks and find out the details at nextcareerlife.com. A link will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Links to mine and my guest social media, as well as other resources you might enjoy, are all in the show notes. Why not take a quick 10-minute quiz to help find the right resource for you? Download the Compass mini course or browse the resource page and see what the next community has to offer. All available at www.nextcareerlife.com. Enjoying the show? Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or coworker. Word of mouth is still the best way to find out about new podcasts. Until next time.